the Brighton Festival radio podcast. I'm Matthew Cook, programme of the Brighton Dome Festival. Okay, so we've just been listening to some of the launch talks about the kind of general themes that are going on here. How have they sort of influenced the choices and the picks that you've made for the 45th Brighton Festival? Well, it's been a long process. It's Well, firstly, it's a great opportunity just to look through your catalogue of music. You know, um, Ultimately, as programmers, we are enthusiasts. So um, it's a real privilege to be given a brief, especially one that's so current and relevant, and something that exists outside an exclusive art world, and really work on that and try and embellish a programme with all the themes that Aung San Suu Kyi stands for, which, to our mind, are universal and, and extremely current, extremely relevant for now. So talk us through some of the highlights that you've actually got going on this year, because obviously one of the, the big ones for us is potentially the, the Velvet Underground John Cale appearance, sort of talking through some of his big playlisting choices yeah. from the last 40 years. Indeed, I, I think I'm going to be very starstruck on that day. I'm a big Velvet Underground fan and obviously a big John Cale fan as well. I like the fact that he's a long-term Brian Eno collaborator, so it references what we've done in previous festivals, and I, I kind of like that way of documenting what we've done in the past and building what we've done as well. John Cale's an extremely varied and eclectic artist um, and, and a very serious one too and I think that um, he's been he's, I know that he's actually busy working on what he's going to bring to us actually uh, and it being a one-off show um, it's been very much one of those situations where we trust him so much as an artist I've just literally given him some themes He's responded to them and he's busy work, working away on it and I'll be as excited and, and, and surprised as anyone else to find out what he comes up with. Really. Definitely. It sounds like he's going to be uh, bringing quite a vast array of goodies to the table. Also, DJ Shadow looks like another big standout event for the month. Yeah, we were talking about that before, weren't we? DJ Shadow is obviously he's a pioneer in, in his craft and his in his art form as a, as a DJ and a producer as well. I mean, his seminal album, Introducing, and his other outputs too, but I mean... Really, that was an album that, growing up, totally changed my way of looking at hip-hop music and, and the way that you can put different records together and come up with something entirely new. The Sufjan Stevens is, is massively exciting, a huge coup for us again this year. How did you line that one up? <laughs> Sufjan is an incredible artist, and he's renowned for being very sensitive and very meticulous about what he does. Um, so there has been a very long dialogue with his production crew and his agent just to make sure that everything is um, in place because the show that he plans to put on for us is very visual. It's not just um, Sufjan coming on with his band and playing. It's, there is a three, as a triptych of screens. There are various different instrumentalists and dancers and a multimedia video. Um, so there's a lot to get right, really, and Sufjan's type of artist where every single detail needs to be right and we really respect him for that too so and primarily because as I said it really binds together those two audiences the Great Escape and the Brighton Festival. Are you the man that's going to be sort of putting together their rider requests and all those kinds of things as well can you give us any dirt or gossip on what, what kind of requests we've had in so far? Well Sophie and Stevens is in particular not a very rock and roll artist I actually believe he's teetotal so there's no real dirt to dish there unfortunately even Lee Perry I think he's given up his um wild ways but um I think we'll probably be herbal tea all the way on that show. Wow. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the Lee Scratch Perry thing because that's obviously another massive highlight of the of the month. It's important that various elements of the programme uh, are reflective of themselves as well as the themes that are posed by the guest director. Uh, now for me Lee Scratch Perry again is someone who I've always admired and he not only in the world of dub and reggae but his pioneering as a producer and the way that he created this kind of new architectural approach to producing sound which turned into dub and then really influenced every form of sound system or 
bass heavy music. He's been so much more influential than people think he's been, and in that sense, he's reflective of what Shadow does. You know, he's a real pioneer as a producer and the way that he puts sounds together. But not only that, Lee Scratch Perry, although not outwardly political, was creating music against the backdrop of extreme violence during the Jamaican elections in the mid 70s, and he collaborated with Max Romeo, again, a, an amazing Jamaican vocalist, one of the best really, um, on their seminal album from 1976, Warner Babylon, which I think you're going to be hearing lots of songs from uh, in their set. And so you've got One Step Forwards, Two Step Backwards, all of these types of songs which were not necessarily militant, but they were militant in their stance, in their, in their standing firm against the, the poverty of the society in which the music was made and really just being resilient against a badly run government and, and also a very violent and aggressive one too. Very strong themes there and I think that um, Lee Scratch Perry both musically, culturally, politically really sums up a lot of things we're trying to say this year on the festival. For more details and highlights of this year's event, visit brightonfestival.org.